Sorry, I didn't start the recorder. Be in trouble with the recorder lady. <coughs> so I, I, I asked a secondary question there. I said, what is it that can corrupt that noble intention? What can corrupt it? I don't know if that was a good way of asking that question. It, it made sense to me, but... My house, Vicky, Vicky, she's on it this morning. You did your homework, didn't you? If you're guilty of the same thing that you're trying to help your, your brother or sister, with, I would think that that would be Oh, yeah. Your 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 advice. Right. Right, exactly. John? Well, it's interesting. Those, those verses follow, you know... The passages right before, do not judge lest you be judged, for in the same way you judge, you will be judged. And by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. So, you know, there is there is the the instruction there to be fair in how, how we judge. Amen. Very good. Very good. Jesse? Um, if you're attempting to justify yourself or just be right, think that that can corrupt the situation. Changes our, our perspective, doesn't it? Changes our, what we see to like a lens and, and affects our ability to do what what needs to be done. Brad? Yeah, kind of on, on those lines, the way sometimes we justify ourselves is by <clears throat> calling attention to the speck in somebody else's eye. Amen. And so um, we feel like uh, if I just make a big deal about their faults, then my faults will look, uh, maybe nobody will see that. Pretty uh, good. And the, the comedic value of that is you're saying maybe nobody will see that and you've got a giant plank <laughs> protruding from your eye and thinking maybe nobody will notice. <laughs> Very good, Ian. Oh, and I think... Um, Right, I'm saying a lot of times we don't even do that consciously. We don't think those thoughts consciously. We are deceiving ourselves as much as, or instead of you know concocting a plan to deceive other people. And not that that doesn't happen, but I think more often it happens that we aren't consciously trying to divert people away from our attention, from our own sins. We have focused on other people's sins to the degree that we can't see our own anymore. And so it's on a subconscious level that we keep trying to point at this other person. Amen, very good. So that we don't have to look at ourselves. Very good. Micah. Well, just right along with that, there's a quote in the book, The Noticer, and he says, when we judge ourselves by our intentions, but others by their actions. Very good. So we know what we intend, and so we right. just assume that that's what we're being judged on. Yeah, very good. Very good. Another aspect, too, is <laughs> I think it's one of our <laughs> human, <laughs> call it human nature, uh, or uh, a human flaw, that is we have a tendency to look for our own weaknesses in other people. And uh, we're, we are quick to I- identify that, you know, and slow to think about correcting it in myself. If I can find it in you, I feel better about struggling with that, you know. Or I don't think about my, my the fact that it resides in me too. And, and maybe even to a greater de- degree, you know. 
So trying to self-justify that way. Very good. Other 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 comments. I see other hands. Mitch. Kind of tying into all of this, it, we all struggle with different things. Um, we have we everyone has different strengths and different weaknesses, and Amen. so there might be something that I see in someone else that is not a weakness for me that is a weakness for them and it's easy for me to look down on that weakness because it's not a weakness for me. Um, and so I need to, instead of um, thinking that someone's weakness is worse than my weakness, is to see that it's just a different weakness. Right, very much. <clears throat> very much so, right, that's, that's a good observation. Of course, <clears throat> what is the instruction? What, what is, what is the, the instruction that God gives us to help us to be helpful to ourselves and to others? And it's very simply what? what are, what's, what's, what's this verse saying to us? We can, we can talk about it at some depth too, Brad. Look, look at ourselves yeah. first. Look at, look at Stop me. Stop looking at everybody else and noticing their weaknesses and their their specs in their eyes but first look at ourselves and, and make that our number one uh, priority. First and foremost, right? Even before we have a thought, we need to turn around. We need to go look in the mirror. We need to observe and and find, look and, and see what healing needs to be taken there before we try to go help and heal other people and be a benefit. And we just have to because it doesn't work otherwise, does it? And we need to do our very best. And it's a, it's a continual thing, isn't it? It's something I'm fixed, I'm done, I'm okay, now I'm out there doing it. It's, it's, it's a continual uh, repair and fix and observe and study. And <clears throat> I think it just needs to go on constantly, don't you all? I think it's just something that, that is part of us, that we're, we're growing every day in the Lord, and every day we grow. We, we find something else in ourselves that is amiss and that we need to work on it. But we should rejoice in that and make the change because we're, we're adorning the, the image of God. We're adorning the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. And we want to get that image just as clear as it can be because when we're out amongst, well, among ourselves and among the world, what they see is, is, is Him. And that's what that's what we want. That's what the Lord wants, I believe, for us. So, and and for His purpose. Very good. Other thoughts? Anything else on the, this first section? Okay. He starts over on page eighty. Breaks into the section called defining the issues. And I had I had a few questions uh, on that just for us to to. Uh, Massage, if you will. Uh, some of these things seem simple, but they're very orderly and helpful, you know. And, and they're just things that we need to, when we're struggling with things, we need to back up and say, okay, what what is it I'm I'm struggling with here? Why why is this problem the way it is? Uh, and what can I do about it? And that's the uh, author here gives us this section here called defining the issue. So with the questions was. <coughs> give an example 
there's two types of issues that make up uh, conflict. What are those? Or, do you remember what it was? Brad talked about it just briefly, so we, we had gotten this far. What was, what was the first one? you remember? Material. Material issues. And the other was what? Personal. Material and personal. So you think about it, how many things are there? Well, something's either personal or material when it comes to some kind of conflict, you know. Uh, don't, I don't even know how to put another one in there. <laughs> there may be variations of those uh, to some degree, but uh, we see the, the bibli- in the biblical account the things that are presented all, you can, you can sort them out. Sometimes both are there, correct? We know that too. So I just ask real quick, what's, oh, so give me an example of a material issue. Make one up if you want to. Money disagreements. Money disagreements. Money, yeah. There you go. That's kind of what the Bible gives us, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. That's what. miss a lot at work. Uh, responsibilities. Oh, well, she's supposed to do that, not me. <laughs> not my job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So there's this any number of things. Anne? starting with siblings, but then even after you grow up and have separate families, all the material possessions that might or might not be shared or divided among family, like when parents pass away or whatever. But that starts in the home when you have siblings who need to share. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess when parents, the whole family, you need to share resources. See that all the time, don't we? That's very common. And they so, can't. Go ahead, John. So we just read in uh, Judges 12 after Jephthah uh, had uh, defeated the uh, enemies, uh, Ammonites, the, some, the men of Ephraim in chapter 12 uh, said to Jephthah, Why did you cross over to fight the sons of Ammon without calling us to go with you? We will burn your house down on you. So was that a material issue or was that a personal issue? Okay, class, answer. <laughs> answer John's question. Yes. Yes. Both. There's material and personal seem to be there, don't they? So a personal issue would be what? That hurt my feelings. Yeah, yeah that hurt. Ouch. You know, you, you gets me here. You know, gets me here. Hurts my feelings. It frustrates me. You lied to me. Those are. There's nothing to pick up and hold in your hands there. But there's there's hurt feelings. There's dam- no no less damage, and, and and there's perceived cost. You know, of some type. Micah. I think it's worth mentioning, sort of going at the middle of that page, along with the top of the page, that there are some valid personal <coughs> offenses against people, um, but also uh, some uh, sources of conflict may be an overly sensitive attitude that that somebody, uh, instead of thinking the best of a situation, may, as, as soon as they perceive something, as, as, as soon as I perceive the intentions of, or try to think in my thoughts about reaching out to that person, I may take offense uh, and assign a motive 
in that. And so, so, so there are some that are valid, but there are also some that we, we must be mindful of. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to to some of that is. When, like when do you overlook and is is yeah, at, what, at what point and when when maybe is or it, it's just not good to overlook something that needs to be addressed and dealt with <clears throat> so uh, those all kind of tie together don't they very good anybody else anybody else okay hey Bob um, uh, yeah go ahead Brian John's yes yes <clears throat> um, just kind of trying to parse out like what what are the issues there because I feel like that that type of thing where it's almost like there's one issue and there's two both of those components are involved and that so you have to address oh okay you know this is why we didn't do that uh, we forgot we got so caught up in going off and trying to defeat our enemies that we just forgot to invite everybody that we knew would want to be part of that or we didn't think you wanted to go or you know all those issues <clears throat> and then at some point you might say okay let's negotiate like how we're going to communicate about future uh, battles like let's let's decide like do you want us to always consult you every time we feel like um, <coughs> we need to defend some, our our land or conquer this city or whatever like so you might have to actually get into the nuts and bolts of that and that's the material side very good that's what right. did i do wrong that's right and how can i fix that and then and by the way i'm sorry for not in, not including you and, and for ignoring you like there's so there's both sides of that that you have to work through exactly exactly and you got you got a material thing and you got a personal thing and and uh, I can't remember quite where my, my question was, but I think I asked the question that was posed that which which is most important to work on first? And it's always going to be what? Personal, of course, you know. You got you to you, you start building that bridge back before you can uh, deal with anything that's less important in actuality. That's less important. That's the most precious thing right there. I saw a hand. Tim, was it you or Bob? I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. You, you think that uh, one of those material or personal would be more likely to come first, but that's not necessarily true. Uh, either one could come first. You know, the, the personal issue of being slighted was going to become a material issue when we burned his house down. <laughs> so, so either one could come first. Yeah. Uh, but more often than not, it does seem that they come together. There's a material thing that happens, and then somebody feels slighted. And yeah. And then I. Always. Yeah. I, I, I think the idea first is just when you, once the conflict is already uh, existing and, and uh, in full, full rage, if you will, and there's a decision to try to pursue that when you work on the personal side first to try to... They might have like negotiated to burn down the playhouse or the real house or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose there's, there's, no, there's no set recipe for each and every situation, but uh, it would seem to, to mend that personal relationship uh, would, would make sense, or at least try to do that. 
Kate? Joy. No, was it Joy? I'm sorry, Joy. Well, going back to something that Brad said too about we make assumptions sometimes rather than talking directly to the person and finding out the purpose, the reasoning, or whatever they're thinking on certain things. Yeah. So we just assume, like in this case, that those people didn't want to go to fight. So, and that wasn't true, but nobody asked. So right. I think we have to be very careful because I. I have done that so many times. I've made assumptions, and then I found out later that that was totally wrong. And it, it colored my uh, opinion and my reasoning about certain things. Yeah, and also, once uh, we do that, when, anybody in here ever done that? I can care. <laughs> Probably every hand would go up. We make an assumption, actually with the best of intentions, and then, you know, it just falls apart. And then you're almost offended that, well, what are you? What are you? What are you thinking that for? You know, you know me better than that. Well, maybe not, or maybe I, I painted a picture that I didn't know I painted. Uh, that's that's another thing, Brad. Yeah, and uh, just to kind of um, plant the seed or kind of hint, foreshadow what we're what we're getting to here is when we follow that Philippians four uh, structure of seeing conflict then it helps us with that. When we look at all the good things uh, about the person that we've just assumed the worst about, right? Um, yeah. And, and so, yeah, but, but yeah, and sometimes, um, kind of back to the material, uh, personal, sometimes the personal is illustrated by the material. Like I, I realize I have a personal, we have a personal conflict and here's evidence of that. This material thing happened. So. Yeah, sure, sure. Makes absolute sense, Mindy. <clears throat> Someone may have said this already, but I'm thinking about our current church conflict, and um, you know that there may be some different doctrinal differences that need to be sorted out. But it's difficult to do that if we don't have a personal relationship with the person that we're trying to sort that out with. So we're going, oh, you just, you know, think this about the Bible, and you're just doing whatever. Well, it's going to be hard if we don't sort out the personal as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's important. You bet. Just uh, along with that, too, if, if it does come to having to discipline, like, without a personal relationship, it's not that effective. It's just not. And, and so uh, there's so much wisdom and Paul looking at the, the body of Christ, like the inner workings of the body that God designed, everything really has to work together. And when something does it, it cascades, like a lot like Mindy said, it cascades into views and perspectives and assumptions and all of that stuff. So that's you bet. really incredible. And <clears throat> then all, uh, all of those things... Uh, that we work on and think about and we always have our have to have our eyes fixed on God and his will for us and his plan for us and all those things melt together don't they in in, in, an, in an effort to be to glorify him as we live together in peace and unity or strive to do that and, well, and also I think in our current situation and in many situations we focused on how we're being misunderstood you know, in the ways that Minnie was just talking about, we think, oh yeah, people 
don't have a relationship with me or don't have a relationship they should have with me so they don't understand where I'm coming from instead of saying, hey, maybe I don't understand where this person is coming from and I'm making assumptions because I don't have a relationship with him or her. Yeah. And we just so easily, um, you know, I don't want to say victim, feel like a victim, but we are so, we so quickly go to where I'm being hurt or misunderstood. Right. And what's missing whenever, when there's, when we don't understand, what, when we don't know each other and we don't understand what's missing? What's missing? Communication? Yeah, absolutely. Where there's no communication, there's no relationship. That's, you know. And, and trust. Absolutely. Yeah. All those things just. Communication builds trust. Sure. That's right. They, they, they set on the same foundation and uh, they're built up together. And, and we all need, need to be uh, on guard for that and work, work together in that. So we, we don't fall into those traps and have those problems. So, and, and know how to uh, climb out of them and how to get out of them. So very good. Good, good thoughts. Anything else there? Okay. John, did you have something? Okay, I'm sorry. Luke 12, 13 <clears throat> through 15 says, Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide, to divide the family inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man who appointed me a judge or arbiter over you. <clears throat> then he said to them, Beware and be on guard against every form of greed for not even... The, uh, not even when one has an abundance does his life consist of his possessions. <clears throat> I don't know about you, but when, when I read, every time I read this, I ask the question, when we read this, don't we automatically take sides with the guy who's complaining? <laughs> the older brother, the older brother, and maybe it's just me, maybe it's some, some shortfall on my part, but when I said, well, the older brother is probably the one that has uh, control, if you will, of, of, the, of, the, of the father's uh, inheritance. And he would, if he's the older brother, he would get two-thirds of it. And uh, so I'm painting a picture here that I don't really know. but uh, So he's probably, he owes a third to the younger brother. And, you know, it's, it's easy to stand in judgment there and say, well, he's, you know, he's obligated to, to give that, you know, this, this guy has a valid complaint. But, you know, of course, this text is speaking to more than the validity of his complaint. Uh, there's something greater there and what motivates this, this, uh, this uh, pursuit, if you will, Brad. Yeah, and you see Jesus deferring to the personal side here because he doesn't want greed to ruin the relationship he has with his brother. Absolutely. That's right. And so that that shows you that and he says, you know, Paul says, why not rather be wronged yeah. than take to your brother without. to court and become his adversary? Amen. Right? Why not rather be wronged? And I mean that's what Jesus did for us. He right. was wronged so we could be right. Amen. Amen. Very good. Very good. Bob, that kind of like yeah, go ahead. I think about you know what Ian had said, and just even at the beginning of the class, 
remove the, the, the wisdom of removing the log from your own eye, introspecting to the point um, where your your first intent is not to protect yourself, but to protect the relationship. Here and going so far as to I will bear the wrong and it's so beautiful to see and once again we pointed out this class a lot it's so unnatural to forego the natural self-preservation and in some cases absorb the burden for the sake of the relationship for the sake of the body for the sake uh, of, of that individual very good yeah I think in the book the the statement Ken made was mutual cooperation and generosity would bring resolution here. Uh, but in the absence of that, you know, in the absence of that, what, what are you left with? You allow yourself to be wronged because there's something greater at stake. Isn't that what Jesus did for us? Absolutely. And then he, then he charged us to do the same thing. Take up your cross and follow me. And what, what life is what matters. And our relationships what matter with each other. He who can't love his brother, it's, kind of, it's hard to love God if you don't love your brother, if you're not willing to do that. And, and at every cost, I believe, is included in that phrase. It's just not pinned. But at every cost. So we do, do our absolute best. <clears throat> and still, in, in, in loving uh, care for one another and, and how we live our lives and how we are pleasing to God, I think all those things play into it as we uh, strive to, to bring glory to God and, and, uh, and live at peace with one another and, and escort each other towards the Lord. You know, that's, that is so important. And, and that is, that is some, in, in a conflict, so easy to lose, lose sight of uh, so quickly. So, okay. 81 speaks a little bit about escalation of issues. Do you remember what the text said about that? What would you, what would you comment on? Uh, <clears throat> Page 81 starts up there where it says material and personal issues often feed on the uh, and aggravate each other. Uh, I think one of the tendencies is uh, for unresolved issues, uh, they just kind of lay around and stick together. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like you walk through the kitchen in, in your socks and you start feeling the sock going click, click, you know, you ever do that, you know? And then if you walk around the kitchen very long before you know it, it quits doing that, and you look down and you've got a little flower on your foot, you know, that it's picked up every little thing. And it's, 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 it's kind of like that. It's, it sticks, they stick together, don't they? And they're attracted to one another. Ken made this account, I, uh, it was cute, uh, account of, of a road trip. He went on, he was on a road trip, he came home, and uh, he was sick and tired of restaurant food, and he was looking forward to his wife's good cooking, you know, and you, you remember where that went? I remember where that went, that was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, how many have not experienced that issue in their marriage? <laughs> 
Yeah, it well, was, wasn't it? You know, he was all ready to come home, be home. Wife had been stuck there all the time, cooking for the kids, and she hadn't been out and been taking care of everything else in his absence with no help from him, you know. All those things, it just makes absolute sense. <coughs> we understand it, Crystal. Yeah, the, uh, the thing uh, just kind of blew out of proportion. The uh, idea was, uh, what did he say? Went from food to being selfish to mismanaging the budget <laughs> to buying computers and uh, uh, being selfish again. And then, Ken, you need to learn to cook. You know, <laughs> went from food to food. Everyone, every place else in the middle, Bob. Isn't, wasn't it the love and respect book that referred to being becoming historical? Historic, uh, historical Historic instead of hysterical. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love that phrase. Yeah. Rewind, yeah, even though we, we say, well, love makes no, no record of wrongs, but uh, still, they're there and there. You know, I can, I can conjure them up if I, if I work hard enough at it, and yeah, so we can for each other. Somebody else? Did I see a hand? I'm sorry. I thought I did. So how do we define the issues? So Bob, the, the, yeah, idol, the idols in our heart cloud our okay. vision, they cloud our judgment. And this, you know, in this instance, and, and like many, we're looking forward to a point where we can get ourselves um, pleased with what we want. Ken wanted, when he walked in, he wanted what he wanted, rather than focusing on what Corlette might be needing first before himself. And then when those when those idols aren't worshipped, then then you're going to make you're going to ensure that some other kind of sacrifice yeah. is made. And kind of in a way, you know, uh, that that the, the, a selfish ambition that Ken had became a log in his eye, didn't? So how it fits in this section here? Then I he, he's 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 coming in with a log in his eye, and he can't see anything else. You know, he he can't be effective at it. <clears throat> Idols in the heart. That's excellent. That's excellent, John. Thank you for that. That that fits very well. So, how do, what what makes sense? This idea of de- defining the issues. What what makes sense to you, Ann? Sorry, I was still stuck on the story. Okay, that, go back to the story. That's, we can do that. Were, we got plenty of time. I mean, they were both being self-focused. They were. And That goes back to our, our, our example and our, our Lord is that he was just sacrificial in every aspect and, and demonstrated that in every aspect of his life. And we just, if we can take that on, if we can in, embody that you know, and put him on that way to just 
be thinking of other people's needs all the time. And uh, God will, he will take care of our needs if we, if we live that way and we, we yield to his will that way. Uh, we will be filled up because that alone will be uh, fulfilling to us. And he's promised that. And we know it to be true when we do it and do it well. Uh, or do it in a way that's pleasing to him. Because it makes us whole. Because for this we have been made. So that fulfills us. Bob? So earlier we were talking about which one do we resolve first. And uh, the thought was to resolve the, the personal issue first. But here he suggests resolving the material issue first. And I, I find that the material issue, when you sort it all down, is probably the easier one, it's the less emotional one to discuss. Yes, you have to have communication and all that kind of stuff. But that's, that's where things get historic, uh, is in the, the communication side and the personal side. Uh, the material side, when you, when you get right down to it, it's, you know, you buy generic Cheerios and say 49 cents, or you buy the real ones that taste better. Uh, that's pretty simple, you know. But when you get all those personal things that about you don't love me, and you feed the junk, <laughs> You know, yeah. Yeah. Even these. Uh, that gets that gets a lot harder. That's gonna take a lot longer. Yeah. How much time do you have? We're just going by the book, Bob. Just going by the book. Well he did, so he said it's all the terrible first. Here. Well he, they both need to be solved, there's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying. I, I was scanning down through here because I don't have it in my notes. I, I identified where that, that's this. I think we can, we can. Uh, it probably isn't. It, it probably is not a cast in stone pro, uh, procedure. <laughs> but the idea is to work together and, and solve the problem. Uh, but a material thing. If if you solve the material thing, the personal thing's still there. <laughs> still has to be addressed. So, Hannah. I was going to say, sometimes maybe solving the material thing can make solving the personal easier. Like in Brad's example, <coughs> about, you know, you borrow your friend's car and you return it with a scratch in the paint, but you don't say anything. So the material is, okay, there's damage to the car while it was in your, posi- your possession. And then there's the personal, like, why didn't you say anything about this? And maybe you lie and you say you didn't know it, notice or something. I mean, if you recognize <coughs> your fault in it, and, you know, whether you actually put a scratch in it or someone else did, <coughs> maybe you solved that material problem by giving the money to fix it first, and then it softens the personal side. The other person isn't wondering, is he going to offer to pay for that, or am I stuck with this? Sure. It, yeah. it kind of lessens that burden. Yeah. I'm sorry, Joan. In line with what she was saying, that then in that way, sometimes the material can be the thing that's not worth fighting. Right. That's where I can just fix it or do it or eat the cheap Cheerios or eat expensive Cheerios or whatever. But then the personal issue does need to be dealt with and that's the important one and not to be overworked. Yeah, they, 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 
both of them have to be resolved, don't they? And yeah. which is the I think that's what his point is. Like you I have think to address is. both. You can't just go, all right, fine, I'll fix your car. <laughs> that's right. No, because that doesn't work. If you leave it there, yeah. then you've addressed the material issue, but I'll tell you what, there's still a personal issue. Yeah. You have to then also say, and I'm really sorry that I didn't notice that or that I wasn't forthcoming or or whatever. You have to address the personal issue or there's still going to be an issue. Yeah. You, if you address the personal issue, then you can negotiate like, okay, yeah. let me take care. I'm so sorry. You're right. That's the personal side. Right. And then you go, let me take care of that. So I think you got to do, you got to take care of it. And, you know, if, if we look back at Luke and, and look at what Jesus said, in actuality, the most important one is the personal one, isn't it? That's the heart to heart. And Jesus said, actually, the inheritance didn't make that much difference in, all, in, in the big picture. So, uh, so we, we just look at that too, Mitch. And, and then John. as a parent, it's very easy to train to take care of the material issues and not the personal issues. Hard stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the hardest things as a parent is to train taking care of the personal conflict as well as the material. Having each person look at their own heart and their own contribution. Right. Right. Very good. Very good. How true. That's that's a constant a constant evolving effort with children and us. Yeah. <laughs> and us. John and then Brad. So to me, that's where on page 82, when he gets into the overlooking minor offenses, yes, I, I, I agree. I, mean, I think it's a very biblical uh, uh, mindset and attitude. The challenge for me becomes, well, where do you apply that? You know, he talks about there are some sins you'll overlook, and there are some sins that you clearly can't, and you know, uh, so I, that's to me one of the big challenges, and and the uh, the, the discernment. That, that comes into that aspect of the conflict. <coughs> yeah. Amen. I, I, I think that's, um, that's a challenge for all of us because you don't want to leave something unaddressed that needs to be addressed, right? right. And then you feel convicted and say, I, I just need to let that go. And do I? You know, can, and if I do, may I, can I let that go like really go? <laughs> or... What we have a tendency to do is put them in our purse, you know, and and reach down in there and dig around for them later on, Brad, and then, you know. Um, and think about how often um, the personal issue is way more important to you than the material. Like, if I say, I'm so sorry, and I really sincerely apologize for the scratch in the car, really that's, that's more what you were looking for you're like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I, yeah. There, uh, there are three other scratches there too. I'm not really worried about the scratch. I was more worried about you yeah. and about our relationship. Right. Yeah. It, it hurts. That those things hurt worse, don't they? they? They're the ones that pierce us. So. Yeah. Well, and struggling with what John was talking about, what has helped me and, uh, to apply it in um, my heart and relationships is. 
is whether someone is um, behaving out of character and um, because they're tired, because they have a lot going on, um, because, you know, for whatever reason, they don't feel well right now, they're sick, or just, you know, are these um, common occurrences, you know, the, a pa is this a pattern that needs to be addressed, or is this somebody having, somebody who I know has, you know, is a lover of Jesus and trying to do the best they can, who's having an off day, um, those Amen. are yeah. certainly the things I want, the grace I would beg for from my brothers and sisters, and that's what it's um, easier for them to extend. Yeah, being able to fig, uh, uh, figure out uh, to to <coughs> identify and and place importance on the things that are that important. Other things are important too, but the primary importance, of course, are going to be the relationships, the heart to heart, and the heart to heart. Uh, okay, we'll pick up it. Overlook minor offenses uh, on Wednesday night. We'll try to finish chapter four. Lots of good discussion. Thank you. Thank you.